<laughs> I love me some Shakespeare, some T.S. Eliot. One thing that I don't much care for, though, is uh, Joe Exotic, man. So anyway, I am, and and I think, and I s still fucked that up. Welcome to Slightly Uncomfortable, folks. We've been streaming here for a minute. Some of these comments you people have heard, that's kind of our cold open kind of our thing. So I'm going to pass that right on over there to James and let him do the traditional opening. And understand we're all trying to get the feel of how all this is working as we go along. So James, please, please do continue, sir. It's a learning curve, man. It's a learning curve. All two of them for slightly uncomfortable. How's that my problem? <laughs> yeah, whatever. There's, there's all kinds of things odd about this. <laughs> I did not. Right. I mean, you can, you can see the light from my windows here. the technical term of it uh we find ourselves in that and uh we're we're practicing what governor andy has told us to do and we're no longer gathered together in the bunker i'm now uh, uh you know topside if you will I, there's windows where i am uh lloyd has some glad bags behind him and roots Roots background so damn ugly he didn't find a picture. But you know instead of his background. But you know what where two or more are gathered together. Here we are. As they say, That's here right. we are. Here we are. So what are we talking about? Yeah, well, you have a hefty, hefty, hefty. Uh, <laughs> you know That's Lloyd's I'm, background. I'm, hefty, I, I, I'm not far from setting that up here here at uh, Castle Root. Um, see, see, I'm a trendsetter in this situation. Although, you know, I would have probably ironed mine before I put it up there, but it, it, it's new. It just came out of the. Pack. You can't iron a garbage bag, fucker. <laughs> it will melt. Matter of fact, when I get done with this, we're just gonna pick up some things. The packet and and, and fellas, we already have a commenter here on Facebook. It's someone that slightly uncomfortable knows well. Um, okay, Murphy. Oh my God, Murphy checked in. And and castigated me for not having James or the other audio set up. 
because uh, apparently I missed a switch somewhere. I know James will be shocked at that, but thank you, Murphy, for pointing that out. And and so now everybody can hear everybody. And we're so wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Nobody could hear me up till now. Nobody could hear shit from you, and for uh, a fact for which everyone was thankful. Frankly, so do I have to do that damn opening again? No, you yeah. ain't got to do shit again because I already took care of that for you. you just you like the cold, you were doing the cold opening for the deaf people, so. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> just yeah. just like the old Saturday Night Live. Our top story tonight. <laughs> Francisco Franco is still dead. <laughs> oh God. So uh we need to talk about what we're gonna drink what we're drinking, right? I mean we're day drinking, it's obvious. Well, <laughs> you know, some of us are alcoholics and some of us ain't. So Lloyd, why don't you go first? Well, we'll save the alcoholics for last. <laughs> save, save the alcoholics for last. I'm drinking basically Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. <laughs> I am seven years old at this point. I've got a garbage bag behind me. I'm drinking Kool-Aid. And he's eating fish sticks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just throw the kids some fish sticks. They'll be fine. Wow. And, and, and <clears throat> we just did a show, um, a show kind of like we recorded the audio for this kind of show what last week earlier this week yeah. whatever it was yeah. but uh it was at that point that i started ta- i started thinking about the possibility of of going live with this kind of thing and we talked it over with the guys and uh so this is really our first show pushed live and and this is kind of a a trial by error kind of thing so lloyd your your kool-aid has to change for the next show it just okay. has to change for the okay. next show this what does is a, it need to change to I, whatever you got in the house man an right. adult beverage maybe yeah. an adult beverage right. something that doesn't come in a uh, uh some sort of a capri sun oh now oh, he, no he's cheating he's cheating he took that oh. off of caleb last show so he's he prepared did. for the next uh, show only because caleb was called upon first stealing <laughs> it from me well, you know what? Now it seems like uh, Lloyd is a legit fourth chair. It Woo! seems like it. It seems like it. <laughs> and so, um, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god! How about that? How about that fancy glass? Right? I actually stole this from an Alltech bar. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is actually my Heaven Hill six-year-old in the glass, and uh, it, it, it's typically my go-to. You know, hit me here at the house. Uh, the oh, green label, right? He, of course it is, yes. He looks so intellectual drinking that with all right? the books behind him. He's in his library. I am. I am. <laughs> in parts of what parts unknown is the old uh, wrestling adage Part, that they use. Unknown, so yes. so but while uh, while Lloyd sips down his Kool-Aid, I've got Heaven Hill Six. And James, what do you got? Well, I, I decided to go a little bit differently. I mean, uh, uh, the girlfriend and I have some really good bourbons here at the house. And the last podcast that we did, I, I fucking killed a bottle of uh, Evan Williams 100. Uh, and uh, I remember parts of that night. Uh, I do not- <laughs> he did. By, by the end of the night, you couldn't understand half his words. No, no, well, no, no. No, it, well, it, it was it was just plum rowdy at that point. <laughs> that's why the show was corrupt, right? Um that's why the file corrupted because you couldn't understand my words. Uh, but I'm trying something new uh, tonight that that's never been done on slightly uncomfortable. I have got me a uh, a bottle of Old Fitzgerald. Nice. 
that's, that, that's just the 80 proof. I actually went to the store this evening with the girlfriend and said, we've got too much good bourbon here. I need to get me some, some, some crap. <laughs> old Fitz isn't crap. I, 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 I like Old Fitz. Old Fitz is, is a weeded bourbon, and I'm a big fan of Old Fitz. But what I've decided to do is this. Got me some Old Fitz. I got me uh, some ginger beer. Oh, yes. I got me some lime juice. Oh, my God. He's going to be mixing drinks in the middle of the damn show. And a copper mug. So, uh, James is having a a Kentucky mule this evening. And a copper mug. Yeah, that's why you make them. I'm copper. sorry, Mr. Brandy Sniffer, for a, a, a cheap-ass bourbon in a fake library. <laughs> this is how you do yeah. shit. And, yeah. and, and a copper, it's not lined. The copper isn't lined. 100% copper right there, buddy. So it's lined. That's how, that's how you do it. No, it's lined. That's not copper okay. on the inside. There is copper on the inside. Look at the glow, the, the orangish glow. It's copper. That's how you do it. Do you really enjoy your vision? Oh, oh, shut up. Look at you. <laughs> Which pair of trifocals do you fucking have on? <laughs> Lloyd and I are using Jesus eyes. We're using oh, the eyes God gave us. That's it. That's it right there. No matter how bad they are, by God, you're just hoping for a healing any minute now. You have already made me angry like twice tonight. <laughs> good. Rude, good. Rude. So it's a normal Rude, show. Where's your curl at, Root? It is tucked oh. up under my headphones. It'll show up here eventually. He's doing the seven head. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. So so tonight we decided to do, uh, what is this? This is the Today I Learned thing, right? This is Today one of our Three Bourbons yeah. In specials. Kind of like a Three Bourbons In. I mean, if anybody's watched the show, not, I'm sorry, we can now say watch. And we can. After tonight. Anybody's listened to the show, they know that sometimes our in-betweeners we want to have a little bit more lighthearted uh, conversation and, and fodder. We do the three bourbons in and, and uh, Lloyd and uh, Root both suggested this one for uh, this evening. So I did a little show prep. I think that's why you all suggested this is that you don't have to do shit. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm the guy back here doing all the production quality stuff. Okay. You do the show prep. Let me take care of the tech side and I, Lloyd can mix his Kool-Aid. I, I, that, I that's have how this and I have the sheet. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the sheet. He's bag. got glad bags. I think he had a, to set that up. I think it's a tablecloth, actually. I'm not really a sure. tablecloth? Who has, who has a black tablecloth? What are you fucking morbid or are you goth? Who has the black <laughs> right. tablecloth? Lloyd. Lloyd is goth. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, if he's anything, oh, he's, oh, he's I'm goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that's what it is. So, so if, uh, if James ever decides to finish mixing his drinks, you know, like most adults would have done beforehand, <clears throat> um, you're pouring I guess we get on with this. A, you're pouring straight bourbon in a vagina glass. That's not hard to do. I could drink it right out of the bottle, brother. I ain't opposed. Oh, well, I'm sure you're not. Um, <laughs> let me do a little mixing here. Make yeah. it a little sweeter. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Now we get to watch James. Well, I'm and, talking about right there, boys. And listen now, to him sip shit. Wow. Now, uh, Three Bourbons In has traditionally been where we go on to, where I go on to Reddit and um, find some topics I think may be interested, some fodder that the boys would enjoy talking about. And um, I went on earlier today, and, you know, it's tough right now. It's tough not to, 
to see all the posts about the pandemic stuff that we're going through. And we don't want to make light of that. Negative. Uh, that's right. That That's not what the purpose in this. But the purpose in this is, is simply to give somebody a chance of having a reprieve from that. Um, because it's everywhere. I don't know about you guys, but with what I do for, for work now, I'm on COVID-19 calls all day. And then when work's over and I turn on the TV at five, we have a great governor here that is keeping everybody fully vested and in, 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 in informed about all the steps that should be being taken, the stuff that's not being done right, the positive, the negatives. I mean, we're, we're very fortunate. He's doing a great job. He yeah. Really is. Yeah. That, that, even my hardcore libertarian self has to say he's been doing a great job. Um, it, it, it pains me of late to say that there's some, uh, political nonsense creeping into the conversation, but uh, you know it's always going to show up. Ass, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, assholes yeah. are going to be assholes, and 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 we can't stop that. Um, I, I I think Governor Shear's done a fantastic job with this, and we're doing our part by socially distancing ourselves and flattening that curve a little bit. And I can't speak. Hey, Kenneth, us. Kenneth, put up the Boston. Uh... <laughs> Oh, the, the the St. Louis and uh, and Philadelphia chart. You Kenneth, wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait <laughs> for it. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Neither one of you guys have the pull of the governor of the great Commonwealth of Kentucky, so you can't you can't command Kenneth to do shit. Well, evidently he can't either. Sometimes, <laughs> right. anyway. On the weekend, it's James. <laughs> That's right. it. That's it. He's five uh, days a week. That's it. That's all yeah. I do. Five shows a week. Kenneth, I'm out. I can't do more. Uh, but um, the fact that our governor called out the governor of Tennessee, oh, it's wow. almost How like they're going to have a, they're going to have a fucking duel on the Corbin County line. You know? <laughs> they're, they're, it, it's the Whitley County line, but you know, there's no county in Kentucky called Corbin, James. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes he can just take something and just squeeze the fucking life out of it. I'm him. just beating you to it before one of the commoners do. I'm he, just saying he, he's one. I say you've been in all those counties and never been in Corbin County. <laughs> That's right. I've been in a good many Kentucky counties. Never been in Corbin County. Never. Anytime, anytime those sons of bitches <laughs> told me what county it was, I believed them. Because <laughs> you ain't going there to find out. You get down there on the border. Yeah. You tell. You say whatever they want you to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, my my wife actually said that that we have declared war on Tennessee at this point. I mean, I, I like our chances. I do. <laughs> I do. I do too. I do too. Except for Eastern Tennessee. Then people are a little scary, but we'll I, I'll put the, Eastern Kentucky up against anybody. Same <laughs> damn culture. Same. If damn you, culture. if you make them come out of the damn holler for something, you better be ready. Cause they're going to come out and they're going to be pissed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so the three bourbons in that we normally do is off of Reddit. And today I learned off of Reddit, and that's where I got these as well. Uh, I did have to do a little bit of digging to get away from the negativity and the speculation and all the stuff that we've been surrounded with these these last few weeks. Um, but the first today I learned is this. Uh-oh. Today I learned that 97.4% of all Porsches from the last 25 years are still on the road. One thing we missed, one thing we missed is our grading scale for, for those who well, may we just can, be listening. We can say that now. Well, we didn't miss nothing. That's we just why did the I'm first bringing time. it up. That's why I'm bringing it up. You Sometimes fucking... he can squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Entertainment out of it. 
Don't let him catch a frog. He'll kill it. He'll <laughs> grab it. And he'll squeeze it to death. I do love me some frog legs. I do love me some frog legs. Go ahead, Tucker. So, so, so it's either cool, and we've traditionally gone with fucked up, but I think right now we need to go with corona up. Um, no, I think it's, it's yeah. too soon. Yeah, it's too soon. You think it's too soon? So still Lloyd, fucked up. All right. Yeah. All right. So All right. let me let me read it again for those of you that got bored listening to Root. Oh uh, to, today I learned that ninety-seven point four percent of all Porsches in the last 25 years are still on the road. And what kind of struck me in that is, uh, hell, I'm from Kentucky. I may have seen 20 Porsches in my whole life. You know, and they, they it's not something that really stands out to me. I'm not, that's not my type of car for obvious economical reasons. But when you think about the 25-year-old Porsches are still on the road, that's pretty damn impressive. I don't know. I would love to see the statistics of all the other car manufacturers. I, I kind of feel like I've seen enough car wreck videos that I have seen more than 3% of the Porsches wrecked <laughs> <laughs> been built in the last 25 years. So, well, the, oh, and, and speaking of that, uh, you know, as an aside, he's talking about uh, prices of vehicles. I noticed that Facebook Marketplace has a category for me. It says vehicles under $50,000. I'm so happy. <laughs> Good what Lord. kind of price range I'm looking at. You know, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've long said that my car payment will never even come close to my mortgage payment. And and I've held to that over the years. But my God, you buy a $50,000 car on a three-year, five-year mortgage or a five-year loan. What in oh. the fuck are you oh, thinking? It- Oh, it's no, everything is 72 to 84 months these days. No, yeah. crazy no. lengths of, no. of car. No, but no, let's no. go back. Let's go back to the, the, the original topic. <laughs> Good luck, James. Good luck. But, because, uh, think about it. I mean, we all know that Porsches are not within our, our budgetary means. Like what Root said, I agree with you. To have a, a car payment that, that gets up to the same level as your house payment in my mind, and I think in all of our minds, is absolutely moronic. Yeah. Uh, because cars depreciate, homes appreciate, if you're lucky. Uh, but does it make more sense <clears throat> to spend $50,000 on a car that's going to be on the road for 25 years? Or does it make more sense to spend $10,000, $20,000 on a car that's going to be on the road for 10, 15 years? No, I, I think you're looking at it wrong, because I I mean, I think 25 or, or 97% of what them are still on the road, but I don't really think that means they're daily driven. I don't think that you're going to get a Porsche and drive it for 25 years. I think it just means that somebody's got it in their garage or it's still registered. I mean, I just, you know, how many 25-year-old Porsches do you see just being daily driven? I think it it's a little misleading in that. You know, but back in the day in the in the late 80s, it was, I, I saw several Porsche 911s roaming around Fayette County and uh, here in the the local community at the time they were you know exotic sport cars but people could afford them they the the people who were willing to pay more for a car than their mortgage they could afford them um now that that model of car has has dramatically increased in price but i'm with lloyd i think a lot of these people driving the the 911s and those early follow-on models saw what they had 
saw the expertise and the and the uh, genius in that design, and just took care of them. I mean, these are show cars anymore. What you know, when I was in my late teens, the car that Porsche had that I think that was sold the most was probably like the 944. And I don't think that was a crazy expensive version. Now you get into a 911, that's a totally different animal as far as uh, initial cost on it. Right, so right, right. I don't, I don't, the 944 was not that much more than like a <clears throat> Mustang GT or a IROC at the time, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think the one that I always saw quite frequently here in, in Franklin County was the Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. I like that little, I guess it's like a sport utility SUV. looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the big, the big thing for me, when you're talking about Porsche, as opposed to, uh, I don't know, Mercedes Benz or whatever is comparable, because again, that's not my, that's not my, um, shopping cart, if you will. Um, is it when they have the resale value, the resale value doesn't come down the way it does in say a BMW or a Volvo mm-hmm. or something like that. Cause you can get a, a late model Volvo or BMW relatively reasonably. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people won't because they know if they have to repair those sons of bitches. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. You know, I had a Volvo, Doug, Lloyd, whatever your name is, Lloyd, you were <laughs> Kevin, 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 Kevin. Um, you Alex, remember, <laughs> you remember that Volvo I had and uh, the yeah. little four door sedan, uh, S 70. And I love that car. But my God, I paid ten grand for it, and I put fifteen grand in it. It felt yeah, like, yeah. So and that's that's the, another part of the economics. It's like when a car is costs more to repair than what it will be worth after it's repaired. Nobody's going to repair it. So if you've got something like a Porsche, they think it's still at least going to hold its value. So I can put five grand into a transmission. Right. But if you've right. got one that's depreciated, why would you spend five grand on a transmission for something that's not even going to be worth six when it's done? Right. Right. So I think I think what you said, uh, Lloyd, to start with, is is really valid. Is that these aren't daily drivers? These aren't ones that have two, three hundred thousand miles. No, Mm-mm. these are the Porsches that sit in somebody's garage or under some sort of a tarp. That after ten years, fifteen years, they have thirty five thousand miles on. Right. They only bring them out on the sunny days. Right. I was just I was distracted a second ago. Root just kind of disappeared there for a second. Yeah, he, he's going to do that. <laughs> I he's do a, that from time to time. He's a, he's a wizard. Apparently. I am. But, I am. No. Well, he he's going to either be drinking or spitting. <laughs> One of the other. He, and hopefully he gets his cups mixed up, and that makes for a good show right there. <laughs> it does. He takes a sip out of the spit cup. That's a good show right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. I'm a well-trained professional here. All right. Y'all ready for the next one? Well, yeah, let's go. what's our judgment, though? Uh, the Porsche, I, I, I'm going to go and say fucked up because I think what Lloyd said is valid, is that's a skewed statistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's not accurate. It, it, now, maybe if they had uh, if they had prefaced that by saying of cars that have 150,000 miles or more. <laughs> right, right. Right, instead of, instead of just age, but also driving. Well, we, we also have to remember us old, us old fogies, that's... 25 years ago is only 1995. So it's not like we're going back to 67. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, well, that, so, Lloyd know. brings up a great point too. You know, the, it's not a good point. It's I, not a good point. It's, it's, a I guarantee, it's not a good point. I guarantee my old 1997 Altima is still on the road somewhere. 
Yeah, Lord, you remember you remember that prelude I had in Lawrenceburg? Yes, yes. When I sold that thing, it had two hundred and ninety thousand miles on it. And three years later, we saw that some bitch on the road. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I I've had that happen too. It's like I bet that's on the road somewhere. So yep. So are you saying what are you saying, Lloyd? Um, and now he's got to think about it. I say it's kind of skewed, like you said. It's kind of skewed. that's 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 not that's, that's not how that's, we rate things. No, 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 no. It's what, fucked we, up or it's cool. It's fucked up or it's cool. It's it, there's no middle ground. It's fucked up. I or think it's cool. it's cool. I think it's cool. He thinks it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all what <laughs> James is now taking it straight out of the bottle. He just can't handle this shit anymore. <laughs> right. Well, I, I okay. So. Because none of that's a sentence. None of that's you. a sentence. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, still, still not a sentence. It's still not a sentence. I agree with James <laughs> that that it's kind of fucked up because you know you could put an age limit on anything and find a size. Careful, careful Lloyd. Age limits do matter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm for that can't go out on the live show. <laughs> Oh well, good luck with that, Lloyd. Good luck with that. The you know the if particularly with a collectible, a collectible vehicle like a Porsche, um, you put an age limit on it and then say, look, it's still on the road X many years later. Well, of course it fucking is. They don't buy them to to run the wheels off of them like Lloyd did with his Altima or or right. James did with his Volvo and now his Toyota. Damn sure not like I do with my trucks. I don't have a Toyota, but please. Whatever it's it like when the Ger- it's like when the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. Please continue. <laughs> exactly. I'm on a roll. Hush. Up. <laughs> but uh, at at the same time, it's still kind of cool that these cars are on the road still. But what defines on the road? I mean, driving yeah. driving to the show line. I'm not sure. I would. Say I think. That that's I think. I think all it means. I think on the road basically means somebody's still paying the taxes every year and it's tagged. I don't think. That oh, so so they are. No, I don't, I don't asking the crown for the right to actually own their vehicle. I think I, that's I, what I, Lloyd's saying. Oh, I, boy, I've opened up a can of worms now. <laughs> actually, I think what it means is it's drivable. That when they license it the next time, it has more miles on it than the previous time. You know, I mean, I, I think if, if I don't think we need to say it's it's because it's being taxed. Oh, of course, that, that, it, that's the only diff. That's exactly what Lloyd just said. You know, if, we don't listen to Lloyd. Well, that's true. We, we, he, he has a glad bag behind him. <laughs> I've got a it's mysterious almost, loft library behind me. It's almost like Lloyd may be getting killed by Dexter soon. <laughs> so he's, if, he's in the kill room. Yes. <laughs> if, if I put a final analysis on the show on on this particular topic, I think I'm going to have to go with fucked up though. At at the end Ooh. of the day, um, I, I I don't think this particular today I learned was was well worded, and I I think there's some more research could have gone into it, like mileage that Lloyd said. But but the reason they do this is the same reason we look on Yahoo and see stuff that we want to click on. Who who it's- goes to Yahoo? No, I don't do Yahoo. Yahoo. What? What the fuck is Yahoo? I'm sorry, it's not all the dark web. You sick <laughs> son of a Hold bitch. On. Hold on, hold on. I need to. I need to log into my CompuServe dialer. <laughs> right. What does AOL.com have to say? Yeah, yeah. It's but not it's like 
it's everything. It's, it's a matter of giving a person a reason to go, that seems interesting. Let's look further. Now we've all determined, except for Lloyd, that this isn't interesting. It's kind of interesting, but yeah, man, if, if, if I saw that as a headline somewhere on, on Google news or someplace else, certainly not Yahoo of all places, um, I would absolutely this came, scroll by. This came from autoguide.com. Who? Autoguide. Who? <laughs> autoguide.com. There's, there, there's, there's 35 million of these automotive websites out there, and, you know. Next topic on yeah. uh, today I learned is today I learned that Jack Daniel's Whiskey Distillery is located in a dry county in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Lynchburg is located in a county that that remains dry since Prohibition. Thus, no alcohol at all can be sold in the county that Jack Daniel's is located in. Wow. How did that happen? Uh, it didn't and, start that way. And, well, and uh, Go ahead, Lloyd. I said, I was just thinking uh, just a, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, we determined here in Kentucky that uh, alcohol delivery was, you know, needed. But, <laughs> it's essential. But yet, but yet in our area, just two years ago, you couldn't even sell it. But now it's essential. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. But, Never mind. Speak- We're going to close all the schools. But by God, we got to keep the liquor stores open. No, to speak on that. And, and I found out, and I don't know that this is for certain, but the reason why that they deemed alcohol sales essential is for all the alcoholics. If they don't have access to what it is that they need, then it can become a much more of a problem than it already is. Amen. And, you know, I don't, I understand that reasoning entirely, but I don't see any meth meth shops or heroin shops opening up on the corners either. These people are not have, legal. They're not legal. That's not legal. It's the no, same addiction. It's not a legal product, but it's, it's the legal. same addiction, but it's the same. It's addiction. You may be addicted <laughs> to mercury, but you can't go out and buy the shit. It's not no, legal. You can, you can. That's you the just... dumbest thing you've ever said. There's a lot. There's a lot. That's the dumbest. We have a winner. Dumbest. Ever. Yeah, I hate it. I hate that my local meth shop is closed through all this. (laughs) My God. I'm just saying, you know, just just because it's legal doesn't mean that it should be necessary. That guy in the LeBaron doesn't come around anymore. If if the if the argument is that 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 we're taking care of alcoholics, then shouldn't we be taking care of other addicts at the same time? It doesn't mean we're taking care of alcoholics. But it that's the that argument getting... that you just made, though, James. But it's not just alcohol. No, I'm not saying so, that's the argument. I'm so the point the that reason. you made is completely irrelevant. Now you're going to change the topic. I got you. Okay, so no, please, go ahead. No, I'm saying the reason the government deemed alcohol sales essential was that. It's not my reason. All right? Damn sure sounded like your reason. Just, Didn't it sound like hey, your reason, Lloyd? I don't speak to the, the voice of everyone. <laughs> just the Are you people. sure about that? James has like a distracting 3D finger thing going on. Like, like it comes up like this and, then, and suddenly it's, oh it's a, no. It's this little wag under the camera. Oh, I have a little wag. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to know about the wag. A very small wag. 
it. Let me go find a gazebo and I'll show you all sorts of stuff. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> If he, ever, if he ever sends you any sort of attachment that has the word gazebo in it, do not open it. <laughs> ever. Don't. For <laughs> the love of everything pure and holy. All right, so. We got two fucked ups, one cool. No, no, we're not done with this. I thought the we were done I, with this. The reason I chose this one was, is that we live in a state that still has about 40 or more percent of their counties that are dry. Now, this is 2020, and I have worked in the bourbon industry for a while. And when I tell people that, they're blown away that we are the number one producer of bourbon in the world, in the world as a state. But yet almost half, almost half of our counties are still dry, where you cannot buy alcohol. You cannot sell alcohol. By God, you can consume it, but you cannot profit from it right you can't so i want lloyd to to speak i want lloyd to speak to this because well he could if he drank anything other than high c um but lloyd lives in and has lived in counties that are dry and what's what's the premise behind that why the fuck does that make sense to anyone i i don't understand it i don't know I don't know, but every, but everybody that, that would drink around here obviously knew where all the bootleggers were. So I mean, it's not like you know people and people made road trips three counties away to buy alcohol. So I don't know why you would need people to leave the county just to buy something. It's not like it's illegal to possess it or buy it. Just you just can't do it right here. <laughs> right, you have to go to the next county you know? over. Yeah. Um, I, we got a comment on the Facebook thing. Uh, Sarah says. They have programs set up for people with drug addictions during this virus outbreaks. And drug addictions would have to imply your James your illegal drug thing. So and now he's wagging his finger again, Sarah. Get him, get him. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, thank you for your comment. We appreciate it. We're not gonna acknowledge it, but we do appreciate it. You just did acknowledge it. We love you, Sarah. We really, we, really love you. Especially when we, we, you chime in on something that's real and not some we, shit that James made up. We acknowledge Sarah, not her comment. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've always wondered, because Root and I have always been in primarily st- uh, counties that are wet, is what we call it here. And it used to be when we were all kids, it was either wet or dry. But now some counties are moist. Moist? Which is ridiculous. Moist. Yeah. Ridiculous. That, that's disturbing. Well, but, now, the reason why they call it moist, number one, moist, some people have a problem with the word moist. It wigs them out. They get grossed out by the word moist. <laughs> I'm not one of those. Moist, moist, moist. Uh, James the likes county, moist. The county. Oh, I love. <laughs> I'm as moist as a snack cake right now. But. Um, <laughs> Means he's very happy. <laughs> oh, my God. But moist counties are counties that will not sell it by the package, but will allow companies or restaurants to come in and sell it by the glass because they don't want to get rid of the Applebee's and the old Charlie's and the TGI Fridays. They want that revenue to come in, but they don't want their consumers to have a chance to buy a six pack of beer at the store. Right. Well, uh, James, I know you will remember this, that, uh, 
right at the Anderson Mercer County line built right on the line two liquor stores for years one on each side of the road last chance liquors there was a sign that says last chance for alcohol for 100 miles yep, yep. and they would build them right on the county line just as close to the dryer as they could so the people would come there and come right into the county and buy alcohol and go home yeah and uh i mean you got to think if you if you have junior in lebanon kentucky at that time that was dry and he's driving 45 minutes to Franklin County to buy him a six pack of beer. That son of a bitch is not going to drive all the way home before he has his first drink. Right. So I think by putting these dry counties around, you're perpetuating people to make bad decisions mm-hmm. as far as drinking and driving, open containers in the car, all that sort of stuff. I, I, I got to tell you, for years and years, 20, 20 some odd years, I did Civil War reenactments and the like, and down in Boyle County, there's a, uh, a pretty significant Civil War battlefield called Perryville, Perryville State Park, and we'd have reenactors come to this place from all over the world because it's that significant of a fight, but there was no alcohol, no beer for these guys, except at the Mercer County, Anderson County line, mm-hmm. yeah. and there, there were two liquor stores there years ago that I am convinced was the, the most profitable he, businesses in all of Anderson South, County. North, exactly. Oh, hold on, hold on, on either, hold on. on either side of the road. Hold on. hold on. Did I just not tell this story? <laughs> <laughs> Is this not exactly what I just said in the same exact location? Oh, there's a store on either side of the road at the Anderson Mercer County line. We even said the where name were, of it. Where were yep. you? Where were you be? Where were you? Right. You know, we don't listen to you, Lloyd. I'm, you, you're just here for the bottom box. That's all I got we, for you. We, we, we even said the name of the stores. And Ruth thinks, I've got an idea. Let's talk about <laughs> I was. I got a lot going on over here, fellas. But, I mean... The fact that you were it wearing wore them out, cost- driving back costumes. I'm not, I'm not, That's the only difference. Was costumes. Sarah distracted him is what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> she had a very good point, and I'm sorry that James shit on it. That's all I got. I, did, I didn't shit, shit on you, Sarah. Just your point. <laughs> now, I can remember, you know, Lexington had been wet for years and years and years. And, you know, when you would go into a, a store on a Sunday morning, they would have all that covered up. Say so no beer sales, no alcohol sales on Sunday. But I've noticed that these counties that have now gone wet down in this area, go in on a Sunday, get what you want. Well, but that law changed. The law changed in that yeah. interim. Yeah. Uh, I, in fact, when I was out in Arizona, uh, before I left, we still had what they called the blue laws, which was you could not buy alcohol or sell alcohol on a Sunday. Per package. You can still buy it to the drink, but not package. I come back, went into a Kroger on a, sa- a Sunday, and I'm like, fuck, they didn't put the barriers up. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like Joe Podunk, you know, going, <laughs> can I buy me some beer on a Sunday? You know, I'm just. I bet some kid forgot to put this up. I'm going to take advantage of this. That's right. Well, the barrier was down, so it's okay. Seriously, the barrier's down. You know, just, <laughs> It ended poorly for poor James. <laughs> but I think that it just kills me when we think that we're so forward thinking and that we're, we're getting past being the last people on earth to do anything as far as a state. Yet we still don't have almost half of our counties that are dry. You know, I've that, been, 
I've been fascinated for years, and of course, nobody from this time period was is around to really tell us what happened. But you know, you you wonder what was going on in the United States when they passed a, a constitutional amendment prohibition to ban alcohol sales, and then twenty years ago they said, "Screw that! That's a terrible idea." That whole amendment, get rid of it. <laughs> like, it wasn't was twenty years ago. No, no, no. It was I said like twenty-year time period. <laughs> 13. It was 13 years. Whatever. If you want some fucking alcohol, seven years matters. No, listen. No, the, the, but my point is, what was the prevailing attitude in the country to where they said, okay, no, this is terrible. No one can drink alcohol. We're banning it from the whole country. And then a handful of years later, whatever it was, they said, screw that. That's the worst thing ever. Get rid of this entire amendment. Root, do you want to take this or do you want me to? It doesn't matter. I'm going to say my piece. You're going to interrupt me about halfway through, so I'll just get started. Well, (laughs) if you say the correct things, I will not interrupt Oh, of course, of course, of course. Because I know about alcohol history. You may know about history, but I know about alcohol history. So, Lloyd, what happened here was there was a whole lot of of organized crime involved with the with a with the passage of prohibition and then as the years progressed organized crime realized that wait a minute we have people making gin and freaking bathtubs and make more money at it than we are because they're opening up their own little gin shops and whatnot gin and juice snoop dog would be proud but in those intervening years there was a whole lot of things that changed as well the the entire national mindset changed we went from from the progressive era of wilson god damn that son of a bitch don't like him seems and, aggressive and, wow. oh no oh, i'm wow. being kind that, that that got that got ugly I, quick yeah yeah but we went from wilson to coolidge and then hoover and <clears throat> at at that point the he whole hell of a day. the the whole mindset of the country changed and people started to realize you know there's no reason in the world for the for the feds to tell us what we can and can't drink and we're going to drink it anyway so let's go ahead let's let's lobby for having these things legal again for the sale and consumption and all that and yeah james is going nuts see i told you he was going to interrupt me so please, I have not said a thing. Oh, a thing. <laughs> it's, it's see, normally, see, this is the kind of shit we got to deal with on the daily when we're doing this show. James sitting over there waving his hands and going all, going all nuts. Y'all can't see it. Well, now you just saw it. But 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 now the second amend that second amendment is the only amendment that basically says the earlier amendment is null and void. Right. 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 Well, but that that's just a function of the constitutional amendment process. There has to be an amendment to nullify an earlier amendment. So so that's just how that worked. All right. So the reason why the prohibition came about, <laughs> unlike what Root said, which honestly made everyone drop off the fucking feet. I mean, what just happened now? He, he mentioned three presidents we don't give a shit about. Honestly, we couldn't pick I, them out. Of the I damn sure bottom. don't give a shit about Wilson. The Coolidge was pretty cool. But... The credit for prohibition went to the re- women's suffrage movement. What? The women's suffrage movement. It all came is the about co- at the same time. I'm interested to see how you tie these two together. Well, it'd be it, it'd be all right if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
Somehow so, that never was that, works for us. Is that the movement it. to end women's suffrage? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but but no, the, the big credit for prohibition being passed was the women. You, saw, you see it on the videos all the time, all the movies, where the women are taking the sledgehammers and the axes to the barrels and barrels of alcohol. That was what was in the forefront. But in the back front. In you, the back front? That's where we're going right now. The okay, back so, front. So, so I'm. And again, he interrupts. Yeah, well, because, you know. I, I, I didn't interrupt. I just I did take this. my cues from you. But I'm interested to see how you tie Carrie Nation's gang into the women's suffrage movement. If I, you would well, shut up, you would hear it. I'm just making the point, so please continue. And I'm interested to hear how all this ties in together. God love him. <laughs> if he'd read some of those books in his backdrop. <laughs> I wrote most of them. Uh they're in crayon. But so the women, the women's suffrage movement was the forefront. That that's the, the excuse that the federal government gave for creating prohibition, for shutting down alcohol sales throughout the country. The reality of what prohibition, the reason why we had it was organized crime. To Root's point, is organized crime knew that everybody'd like to drink. Absolutely. But if they could control all the alcohol sales, they would make bank. And that's exactly the reason why prohibition came about, is they had their hands in enough politicians' pockets. They put the women out front to make it look like it was justified, look like there was some sort of an emotional reason to do this, right? They, they passed it because of the ladies, but the organized crime kept it in place until enough corrupt politician got the fuck out of office in 13 years. <laughs> and then they ended up having enough sense to say, this doesn't work. The only people making money is the, the is the is the mob, and people are suffering because what they're putting out is cut with so many nefarious products that actually citizens are being harmed by the alcohol they're having to ingest. Jake leg syndrome. Jake leg. That yep. was it. The yep. rectifiers were killing people. Yep. That's, that's very, it. That's it. That's that's pretty much what I said. It's pretty much what I said. Pretty it was much. just like what you said, only it was interesting. <laughs> uh, Except it was completely different. Right, 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 right. So that, that was my point. The fact that Tennessee and, honestly, Tennessee and Kentucky really mirror one another in a lot of ways. A whole and, lot and of ways. Sad, and yeah. sadly, it does. We, we like to say that we're better. They like to say that they're better. They have, we have Louisville. They have Nashville. It's very, very similar, right? Well, but... Uh, Knoxville, Lexington. I mean, it's very similar. When was the last time an entire generation of people from Kentucky went to Tennessee? Right. It's never happened. It's never happened. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. 1861, 1862, we had an entire generation of people from East Tennessee come to Kentucky. You know, they're coming to us for help. I think that makes us a little better. If you get us, if you get a chance, just look at Lloyd and I's face right now. This is what we have to endure when Root goes on an 1800s range. I got several articles written all about it. I'll include that in the notes just because I know because people he, are interested. Because he was there. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like him. <laughs> so, all right. So the, the, we're going back to the original that where Jack Daniels is made. And just so you guys know, Jack Daniels is the largest distiller in the United States. They make more whiskey there than any other place in the United States, whether you're counting bourbon or whatever. That's the biggest whiskey maker in the in the United States. 
So the fact that they have not been able to pass that county to be wet. And by the way, you can go to Jack Daniels distillery and buy whiskey, even though it's dry. You know how you do that? Give sure. Wow. This, this is not rhetorical. Fuckers respond. I did. I said, how? <laughs> because, because they can sell it out of their gift shop. Nope. They don't sell you whiskey in Lynchburg, Tennessee. They sell you the bottle. Oh. It just it happens to have some whiskey oh. in it. <laughs> uh, that's a nice little loophole that they constructed for themselves. And, but... and guess, guess why Jack Daniels has not pushed for that county to be wet? Because they're, they're the only ones selling. They're the only show in town. Yep, they ain't dumb. When you're the largest whiskey maker in the United States, you can get whatever law passed that you want to. Ain't you have that kind shame. of pull. Yeah, that's a damn shame, but it is the fact. So they've chosen. And by the way, Jack Daniels qualifies to be bourbon. Everything they do checks all the boxes that you have to do to be bourbon. And people ask all the time, why, aren't, why don't they call themselves bourbon? And I'm like, well... It's easier to be a big fish in a little bitty pond than it is to be a medium-sized fish in a very, very big pond. And you think about, now you two boys, uh, Lloyd, you may not count, but, uh, <laughs> oh my God, that's, 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 not, that's, that's not at all better. That's not no, okay. That's, that's not worse. okay. That's better right there. Yeah. We, need you, <laughs> we need you in dim light is what we're saying. <laughs> But all right, shadows. all right, I want you boys to name as many bourbons as you can. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, there's a there's thousands, hundreds that you can name, right? Sure, sure. Now name as many Tennessee whiskeys as you can. Yeah, that Jack Daniels, uh, Dickel, Dickel, and Daniels. That's the only two I can name. That's a very small pond. Yeah, and where right. Jack George Daniels Dickel. is a huge fish. Yeah, yeah, and you know it. It just Money that's makes, just smart. That's well, just smart. It it also kind of sucks, though. I mean, money controls legislation in Moore County, Tennessee. That that's what we're hearing. Really? Yeah. Money controls legislation in every county, ever, anywhere. Amen. And, and DC, it 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 dictates to us from the federal level. Um, I don't dictates. think that's right. Well, libertarians shut the fuck up. All right, so. The fact that Lynchburg, Tennessee is dry, is that cool or fucked up? Lloyd. It's fucked up. Yeah. Why is it fucked up? Why is it fucked Uh, up? Well, I mean, like you said, obviously at this point, they they want it to stay the way it is just because they have a monopoly on the sales of alcohol. Are you done now? He he has one sentence. Boom. That's it. Go. He's a man of few words, I'm like but when he opens... I'm like a, I'm like a tagline, okay? I just... <laughs> Hashtag Lloyd. Lloyd says. Lloyd says. Oh, dear God. When Lloyd talks, people listen. Uh, oh, this can't end well. Lloyd, need I remind you that we are pushing this live on Facebook. So this could end poorly for you because everything that we say or do here is now memeable. So... Yeah. <laughs> be, I, know, I didn't know that was a word. It is. It is. It is. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, All right. Anyway, uh, what's your thoughts? I'm. I'm. I'm with. I'm in the fucked up camp. Uh, the the fact that Jack Daniels is dictating any other business decisions in Moore County, Tennessee, 
so far as alcohol sales is concerned, is uh, is monopolistic, and somebody should step up and challenge that. <laughs> you simple, simple people. Uh, <laughs> when saying. you are the when you are the biggest dog in the yard, then you make the, everybody else your bitches. Then let it's the market. How, then let the market decide it. Let the market decide. If everybody else in Moore County wants to buy Jack Daniels, buy buy their glass bottles. I mean, not necessarily what's in those bottles, but if if everybody in Moore County, the, sur- the surrounding, all of South Central Tennessee, if that's what they want to buy, by God, go to Jack Daniels Distillery, buy the fuck out of it. But if I want to start a liquor store in South Central Tennessee, and Jack Daniels says no. What business is it of theirs? If they can crush me in the marketplace, the more power to them. But I mean, they not, already have. I'm they maybe, already have. Maybe that's not they, what I'm selling. Maybe I'm selling but, white liquor. But they have already crushed you before you got started. Because they've crushed that's, me. They've crushed me at the county judge executive level. They didn't crush me in the marketplace. They never even gave me the opportunity in the marketplace. That's why I say it's fucked up. All right. All right. We have two fucked up. And I'm going to say it's cool for this reason is nobody would know about Morgan County, Tennessee or Moore. Lynchburg. T- Moore I don't, I, County. I, I don't even know, enough, know about the name. Uh, nobody would know about Lynchburg, Tennessee, if it wasn't for Jack Daniels whiskey. So the fact that Jack Daniels put Lynchburg, Tennessee on the map, period. If you see that number seven anywhere in the world, you know, it's Jack Daniels and you know, it comes from Lynchburg, Tennessee. Had it not been for that brand, Lynchburg, Tennessee would not even be on the fucking map. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say that they've done so much for our county, but we still want them to, to bow down to us in this regard. It's no. not it's not bowing down though. It's they not get to make, down. They get to make the fucking rules. No, they don't. Why they do? So any they big, any big pocket person gets to make the rules for the majority of the people in their community? No. That, that, uh, that's that's reason, wrong. That's the reason why all of our telephone and internet service is not Ma Bell. Because if it was Ma Bell had their way, they would just be Thank in you. charge of everything. Thank you. Anybody can stand up their own ISP if they've got the technological resources. But all right, I, uh, I'm uh, going to draw this analogy. And you're going to be wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> here in Central Kentucky, uh, Georgetown, Kentucky had been Georgetown, Kentucky for years. Toyota shows up, and all of a sudden, Toyota controls everything that goes on in Georgetown, Kentucky, simply because since Toyota showed up, they have more than quadrupled their population. They've had more industries come in that city simply because Toyota showed up. Now, the difference is Toyota has said, I'm going to let other companies get big because it makes the community better, right? They've not just push down every other corporation without Toyota in Georgetown. It's a ghost town now. That's what Jack Daniels is in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Oh my God. If they, if they chose to relocate, it would be non-existent. I don't think any of the three of us have asked to shut down Jack Daniels. That's not at all the argument. And, and to your point about Toyota in Scott County, Toyota has invested so much in small businesses and the infrastructure of that county 
They are partners with the county. They are not. I agree. They I are, said they've done great things to grow that county. Right. They have. But they haven't said nobody else can sell a car in Scott County. But the fact that they. That's, that why, Jack that's what Jack Daniels has done. No, that's exactly what they did. They just went to the judge executive to make it happen first. It sounds like he knows that guy's name. He went to the judge executive. You, that's like the fourth time you've dropped the judge executive's name. That's that's the highest but, ranking elected but, official in any rural county. But if, but if Toyota pulled the strings and says, okay, the only new car dealerships in Scott County can be Toyota dealerships, they, that, they, would be, that, that would be the same as what Jack Daniels is doing, basically. What Jack Daniels has done is they've set up a distillery in a county and they've not changed their county law. It was dry before they set up the distillery. It's dry now. Nothing's changed. How long how long has Jack Daniels been in operation? I don't know. I can look it up. I have I have the Google. Yeah, as do I. But I'm just kind of thinking that they were probably around soon after the abolition of prohibition. That's a lot of big words right there. That's because you're illiterate and can't think straight. Illiterate does not mean you can't think. It means you can't read. You said <laughs> son of a bitch. Illiterate. I can't. I said and. I said and. Right there. He uses big words. He doesn't know what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. James is struggling with sitting structure right there. Oh, it doesn't come to mind. I'm, I'm feeling illiterate. <laughs> I ain't going to look it up. I got a lot of other things going on over here, but uh, he's checking the Facebook feed. I, I would, I would almost bet that. Would you? Would you? Almost. I well, you say lost what. the last bet that we had. Well, that's true, and I still ain't watched the movie, so you know that's how it works. Because I can't. He's not a good, but I, he, I, I can't find the movie because it sucked so bad. So nobody's willing to put it up on any streaming service or anything. All right, so I'm going to go and say that Jack Daniels was, uh, it's cool. I think it's cool that they have made their own world and they have controlled it the way they want to. Uh, they're bringing, they're bringing um, just an exorbitant amount of money into the state of Tennessee for something that only Tennessee is known for. There's actually a Tennessee whiskey. There's not a Kentucky whiskey. Right, we got ten million of them to choose from, though. No, but I'm saying when you think of Tennessee whiskey, there's one you think of, and they have branded that, and I think that brings the state revenue that otherwise they wouldn't have. I think it's cool. Well, go ahead. I, I don't know what to, I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> it's because there's two wrongs and a right. That means I win. Oh, right. that's what it is. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm. Very much in the fucked up category because I, I think any mom and pop out there should be able to sell liquor in Moore County, Tennessee. And when Jack Daniels is controlling that effort, then that's a monopoly. And that is always bad. Always, always bad. Be they're not selling liquor. They're selling bottles. Whatever the case. You know damn well what they're selling. Yes, you but, know what they're but selling. But more well, how about mom and, and pop? How about mom and pop getting some damn bottles? More to the point, I would if 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 mom and pop decided to sell bottles with you know certain ingredients poured into those bottles, Jack Daniels is going to have a fit in Moore County, Tennessee, and they will be shut down. They will be refused a business license. They will be refused a liquor license. 
Promise. Well, I love when I poke a libertarian's button. I do, I do, I do. What, what if just, they... It's, I'm just right. Uh, what if they tried to open up a meth shop? <laughs> <laughs> For the meth addicts during this hey, hard time. this hard time. Sarah, Sarah, they're after us again. I'm going to try and make make a make a point here. I don't know if Sarah's <laughs> going to agree with me or not, but oh. hey, man. All right, if 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 meth is a marketable product, put it out there, sell we're, it. We're, we're not we're not we're not there yet. We're not we're not. If people want to kill themselves, that's their business. The next thing I learned. Hmm. Y'all ready for this one? <laughs> oh, this God. is what's going to get the clicks. Today, I learned there are more than. There are more captive tigers in the United States. Oh my God! Than there are wild ones in the rest of the world. Now hear that. Because, don't, because... Don't, gloss, don't gloss over that. This is a huge thing. There are more captive tigers in the United States than there are in the rest of the world, wild or captive, either one. There are as many as seven thousand tigers living in the United States in either zoos or privately owned. That's nearly double the estimate of 3,890 tigers still prowling the wild around the world. This is going to ruin me financially. What? <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a meme off of that off of that Joe Exotic show. Anyway, um, yeah, I heard that, and that is actually really surprising. And this this actual quote came from the BBC. Yeah, that's really surprising. I yeah, mean, I agree. But but. Could you say that the people that are raising the tigers then are kind of the conserving them? I mean, aren't they kind of keeping them alive, keeping them? But then again, you couldn't let any of those tigers out and they actually survive because they're not used to a <laughs> so, wild environment. So certainly not in Zanesville, Ohio, because they're going to hunt them down and shoot them. I mean that that yes. was that, that was a, a huge case there. I mean that you had a privately uh, owned. I guess sanctuary, if you will, or just a citizen that had an area that they had over 90 uh, animals in. They weren't all big cats, but they were animals. They were bears and tigers and bears. Oh my. Uh, there were all sorts <laughs> of uh, animals there. Apex predator type animals. Right, right. They were all carnivore, carnivores that wanted us as, right. as food. Yeah. Um, but now we know that the, the show that's on right now that both Lloyd and Root have um refused to watch yes well because, i just haven't got through it all right um uh, the the uh, tiger king is uh and i made a mistake i was advertising our show earlier and there was a there's one of our fans on facebook the other one the other one okay sarah and then that guy uh, <laughs> right. and i i was messaging him as i was doing show prep and i said hey man because he had asked us to do a show on the tiger king and I kind of put up my feelers last night between uh, the guys on the show, and they're all Nimrods. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, Root watched 12 minutes of it and go, This ain't for me. I'll this watch, is like Jerry Springer. <laughs> it is. It is. If Jerry Springer had a Netflix show, <laughs> Tiger King would be it. It is. Then, oh my God. And then Lloyd, Lloyd's still trying it, and I give him credit. I'm right? on episode two. Okay. Right? It's not. Uh, and it's it's turning into a there's a lot of uh, uh, Waco uh, Waco references and there's there's a lot of cult uh, things going on in it. I mean it's it's getting pretty deep. You should give it another. Episode. No, I'm not giving it because all of their Waco references are weak as fuck. All right, dude. All dude. of these people are batshit crazy, and and, and Waco wasn't. 
Of course really? they were. Of course they were. It wasn't. But, but those it people. It wasn't weak. But the, because. You libertarians not should a, be all about Waco. Not a damn soul. It, it, whether it's Exotics Camp or Doc's Camp or Carol's Camp, not a damn soul of those people are willing to eat a bullet for what they're doing. The sole reason they have those things going on is to make fucking money. They're competitors, and they're keeping these animals in in cages. I don't care what Carol says. They're keeping these Carol Vasquez is a bitch. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're all keeping them in cages, and these animals are not caged animals. They they they're not going to survive in that kind of environment. Period. Period. And and I can't. What was, you know, what was that hand gesture? Period. This one. This one right here. This one. Period. Uh, the I I can't get into it, and and I I just somehow think I can't support it. I I can't support that kind of thing. And can't I, support I, what? I, I think yeah, but I, I, think I can't support... support a show that supports this kind of bullshit. This is this is drama that, for drama's it sake. Is. If, if and, anything, and this I'm is not critical of that. The show is what? exactly. If you watch more than twelve yeah. minutes, you dumb. Bastard! Then you would know it's not it's not supporting it. It's I, being critical of it. They're not glamorizing it at all. No, they're the, calling it to light. It's already been called to light. It's already Man. been through the courts. It this is this is this is a historical perspective on this bunch of dumbasses who are arguing about marketing. That's all they're arguing so it, about. If, and, if you if you're wanting to watch a a, a movie about eighteen twelve men jacking off to other eighteen twelve men, and it was a battle that's already been fought, and they're just bringing that battle to light, not supporting either side, they're letting they're giving you information so that your dumbass can be educated as to what was going on, okay. and then you can decide. Right. That's what this show is. It's a documentary. Do you know what that means? I it's do. a documentary. Then, but just like you, don't give a shit about eighteen twelve. I don't. Well, apparently you care about the Tiger King, so you enjoy the show. I have no interest in it whatsoever. Zero. I, I watched one episode of it. Fully, quickly figured out what it was because it was all over the news. What three, four years ago? I couldn't get away <laughs> from it at the time. I, now I can't get away from it because of the damn show. I'm out. I'm done with it. <laughs> Oh, the fact that the who done it, he figured out who done it. Well, it's old news. And, it and, sounds like and, and I don't care about the details. Your 1812 you know battle, I care about those details. You know what? He doesn't need to see the movie Lincoln. That's old news. It's old news. I he already heard, heard it. It's I watched it. I watched it, and it was old news to me. So I, I saw it on Reddit. It was. It was <laughs> yeah. I already saw that. All right. So for me. Because I'm forward thinking. Because oh, I watch it. I like. watch a show. No, honestly, you watch more Kovic too. No, I don't like it. Why not? It uh, covers the same subject matter. Who's fucking who? If, if, if you could just not speak. Um, <laughs> the adults are speaking now. Could you be quiet? Um, <laughs> but the fact that I tuned on to a show on Netflix while I am being uh, uh, voluntarily quarantined, and I'm like, hey, maybe this can be entertaining. And I started watching. I'm like, all right, these guys are fucked up. These, all of these people in this show yes. is fucked up. Yes. It's just the level of what level of fucked up they are. 
Yes. And the more I watch that show, the more I realize I'm not that fucked up. And that's where I turned I, it off. It took me I about am, an hour. Because you're much more fucked up than they are. We all know that. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know what? It's something that you can watch seven episodes and say at the end of it, you know, you know what? That's weird. It really happened. And I'm not as fucked up as they are. We got a we got a comment. We got a comment that oh I, I hope we've got two. You, you, you know, you know that the the, the, the Tiger King is going to start. Oh yeah, to oh yeah. It should because it's awesome. First off, first off, Chris Chris wants to point out that I have spirit hands. Good on you, Chris. That's a good catch. Um, my boy Wade says what I like to do when watching Tiger King is play connect the white trash. I try to find a match the characters yes! who yes! here in Kentucky would be that person if they could. Because we all know these train wrecks and different skins. <laughs> and you know, I'm just not about the train wrecks, man. I agree with you, Wade. I mean if uh, these kinds of train wrecks know no bounds and I try to avoid them like the plague in real life, why in the fuck do I want to watch this on Netflix? They kind of remind me of the, the the movie The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Are you all familiar with that? Oh, God. It seems racist. No, wait, I thought so too, <laughs> but that probably has nothing to do about what it's about. But but well, I can tell by the way that Rude is, is is going like this, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about, how messed up the family is on that show. It's kind of like there's three of those families on the Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, Well, and, and that's another show that I watched precisely one episode of, and I'm like, really, why are we glorifying this? You I know. love that you feel as though that you're too elite. I'm not too elite. To, to I think just, about such things. I, I just make discerning decisions. And, no, and, you don't. Yeah, I, do. I know what you do. I know what you do. <laughs> There's nothing discerning about you. You won't find any of that garbage on my television or watch list. I promise you that. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I'm only on episode two of the show, but I, I, I kind of have decided in my mind so far that the the, the lady that is accusing the other groups of being abusive to the tigers is the one that I hate the most because <laughs> she seems pretty self-serving considering she's doing exactly what the other ones are making money off of it. Everybody that's working for her is volunteering, but yet she doesn't pay anybody. She doesn't pay anybody. And then she's complaining that everybody else is abusing the tigers. I would agree, and I, I don't want to to step on this for anybody because I've seen I've seen all seven episodes and um, loved every one of them. And in fact, the other night I started watching it again because you know what, Rick? I'm going to give you a little bit of credit here, which is sad. You can't help know, yourself. No, I know if I don't, then you won't produce the show anymore, and it will go away. I do enough on this damn thing. I don't need you bowing out. Um, but you're right. It is absolutely white trash. It is absolutely white trash. And we know people in our lives, being from where we're from, that love them some Velvet Elvises, right? Yeah. Right? We know people that love that kind of shit. This is that shit magnified 10 times over, Right? Because these people have the wherewithal or the area or the money to say, I'm going to buy me a fucking line. Our white trash can't afford that. Even if this white trash could, I wouldn't afford it. 
But, you know, I think what Lloyd said earlier, we could talk about the Lion King if y'all ever have enough cojones to actually watch the fucking show. Yeah, I'm We can do a whole show on that. Well, we're good. I'll uh, produce it, but I'm, I won't be a part of The Lion King? You mean the kids' show? I uh, know. I said that I'll earlier. I'll be this my, guy then. <laughs> where did Root go? Where did Root go? Um, but uh, my buddy said there when he goes, Lion King, he goes, you know, that scar that Scar had was very troubling. I can't t- wait to hear what you say about it. I'm like, <laughs> but I think the bigger thing here is, is when you're talking about the disparity between the number of, of big cats that are in captivity in the United States, as opposed to the ones that are in the wild. And, and when you're watching the show, if you watch it more than 12 minutes the way Root did, you'll see that a lot of these cubs are born in captivity and through their entire lifespan, they're never outside of captivity. So there's no way these big cats could ever live on their own in the wild. That's true. It's a, it's a sad it's a fact. Same, yeah, it, 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 it's sad, but it's true. It's the same thing as, as catching a wild horse and taming it or breeding a wild horse in captivity. They have a different set of instincts. Mm-hmm. And after time, generation, 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 the instincts that they had originally are, are slowly taken away, right? Right. That's, well, that's, how, that's how all animals are, are started out domesticated, right? That's, that's why we have dogs now. Yeah. Instead well, of house, hyenas. Or house cats. Right, right. Well, we'll, we'll see where this ends up in 13,000 years and, and see if everybody has tigers as house pets. I why mean, 13,000? Well, because odd. that's about how long we have domesticated cats. And I'm pretty sure that nobody's going to argue the fact that cats own us and we don't own them, even to this day. So, you know, if we're domest- if we're trying to domesticate these big cats, then there is no way in hell that we can judge any kind of success or failure rate until we have enough time to see if that works. And none of us are going to be around for that time. Tigers specifically are not pack animals. So how in the world do you raise a, a tiger with a bunch of other of these I disagree. tigers and big cats? Everything you just said was bullshit. <laughs> of uh, course it is. Of course it you're, is, James. You're really, good. You're, really, you're really, really, really good about history and, and big words I don't care give a shit about. <laughs> what, what you're not big good about. He doesn't know. That's what he's saying. What you're not good about is animals because cats are absolutely pack animals. You see a, a, did you see the Lion King? Yeah. I saw they have a whole, of. they call them a pride. Of lions, yeah. of lions, not tigers. A Are they not a big cat? It's a completely different. That's a really big cat. It's a That's different a really big species cat. of animal, dear God almighty. We're not just talking about pumas. We're not just talking about cheetahs. We're talking about big cats. You're absolutely right, James. What was I thinking? Please continue. Exactly. If you could just make that a drop to where we could play that repeatedly. Next, next time we'll stream to Twitch so people can do the clip yeah. themselves. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, if uh, a few people are enjoying watching this, just wait till the late show. <laughs> tune, tune in tonight about the last half hour. It will be going completely nuts. Speaking of which, boys. We are 15 minutes out from an hour and a half. So we might got one more. About got one more up. topic. Let's do got this. one more topic. All right. Now, before we do that, we have to talk about that there are more big cats in captivity in the United States. 
just in the United States than there are worldwide of all cats. And 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna judge my point on that alone, not all this ancillary bullshit, the Tiger King movie and all that stuff. It's 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 a TV show. It's not a movie. Whatever it is, whatever. It's not a movie. I don't care. I really don't. I still say it's fucked up. Um, the the fact that uh, people are spending money on these animals and putting them in cages for their entire lives when they shouldn't be in cages their entire lives. You know, Hell, have you ever been to a zoo? Well, uh, a well-regulated zoo with yeah, zoologists, and yeah, I have. I have. All, all I, those animals are in cages. Every one of them. Yeah. It, it's the same thing as what this show's talking about. No, it's not. It's just done prettier. Okay, so... Those, wh- those animals are not any well better treated than any other animal. So what are we talking about here? Are we talking about the Today I Learned or the Tiger King? Because I thought we were past the Tiger King. No, we were talking about the amount of animals in captivity versus the amount of animals in the wild. And I think and that's you were saying, up. I think- And you were saying that the zoos or these people are are mistreating or or no. they're not being... I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the people. I'm just talking about the numbers. The 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 animals in captivity, the tigers, the big cats, tigers, lions, whatever, in captivity. And bears, oh my. Are more, than, they number more than those animals in the wild. I think that's fucked up. Well, or why aren't there more animals in the wild then? Yeah, that's, that, that's my question. Why are the numbers of the animals in the wild not much larger? That has nothing to do with Joe Exotic. I didn't say he's, it did. I didn't, he's just I did not say that the it market. did. You're the one saying I that. I, I did not but, say but that. Fi- I'm not commenting on Joe Exotic at all. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I, I don't think that because there are so many in, in private care, it, I think they're, 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 they're separate, right? Because Yeah, they're, they're two they're, entirely separate points, and you're off on a tangent. That's what I'm telling you. I'm saying if we have more anim- more of these big cats, more of these apex predator cats in private hands than in the wild, that is fucked up. That's my answer. So we need to kill the ones off that are domesticated? Well, we're going to one way or the other anyway because they're either going to be euthanized because they get old and, you know... I, that's, that's the same thing we do with dogs. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to kill them one way or the other. Or we just stop buying them, and then they will return to the wild. Or, or the market for those cats will not be as large. If I'm paying, you know, five figures for a big cat, so then, then these... two thousand dollars if you watch the show. Two thousand dollars for a cup. Again, don't give a fuck about the show. What? So two two thousand. Fine. If I'm paying, if the market is two thousand dollars for a cub, then do you really think sub-Saharan Africa? is going to stop hunting for these cubs so long as I'm willing to pay that kind of money for them? If we stop buying them, the market dries up, and then these animals show up more in the wild. All right. But how many of these animals do we need in the wild? I mean, it's not like I want them loose on our street. Well, they're probably not going to show up here in God's own America. Right, they're 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 native to India. Oh, and, I love and... that statement. God's over. <laughs> How's that working out for us? <laughs> That's a whole you know, different show right they're, there. They're, oh, uh, the, those those particular big cats, the lions, the tigers, the 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 puma. Bears, oh my! <laughs> yeah, well, we got plenty of bears around here. 
but you know the lions and tigers the the ones that make the all the splash they're not native here i mean we've got big mountain cats and we've got bears and a variety of other large large animals but the predators but uh i don't see many people holding them in cages anymore why might that be well could be that we have collectively decided that we shouldn't be doing that the only reason we collectively decided that is that it was dangerous for the people that had the animal and mm. also dangerous for the neighbors around them. Funny how that works out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So evidently I, I'm sensing this and you know, I'm almost, uh, I'm almost uh, a mind reader. Uh, oh, that's James. That, that, that root seems to be opposed to this thought <laughs> and he's calling bullshit, right? And very oh, much so. Up. It is fucked absolutely up. fucked up. I think I've now, said that about six times. I'm waiting to hear Lloyd's uh, um, astute, astute. <laughs> oh. vision on this. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's cool. <laughs> of course. I'm going to say it's cool. I mean, I think that the, the, the wild animal population and the domestic and the semi-domesticated population at some point, I mean, what if you had an uh, issue with the natural habitat and a lot of these cats died out? We would have a way to, to have a program to reintroduce them into the wild, much like we do moose or, or elk here in Kentucky. You know, they, the, the populations have naturally died out, but we had enough stock that we could breed more and put them back in the wild. So you could always do that with any of these big cats if you needed to. So I think it's cool that we have that available to us. That's, that, that's a different, that's a different take. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I that, think it's valid. That, that's not at all a, a, a bad take. I would agree with that. Actually. It's just, it's a hell of a thing right now. You know, if, if, if we can, if we can get to that point and we can repopulate where these animals we can repopulate these animals to their natural habitats, then I'd be all in favor of it. There's a whole bunch of international diplomacy that we're going to have to overcome to make that happen. Well, I, I mean, I think to uh, Root, or I'm sorry, Lloyd's point, not Root's point. Root never has a point. <laughs> uh, but I think to Lloyd's point is, in my mind, there are two, we're talking about two different types of animals here. We're talking about the, the tiger that is in the wild the feral animal, if you will, that only survive in their instincts and their natural habitat. And then you're talking about the animals that now over these generations, and we're talking about generations that these big cat places have been in place. We're talking about, you know, two and three generations. These cats are different now. They've never had to hunt prey the way the ones in the natural environment have. So I think you're talking about two different um, um, species, if you will. I mean, you can't put a beagle out there and expect it to do what a hyena is. <laughs> you're right, James. Yeah. You're right. But, you know, there, there are certain breeds of domesticated cats that could, I mean, like a, a dog. You, you take a dog out into the woods and let it go. It's going to die. Survive. But there are cats that certainly would because I know that there's breeds of cats and certain just individual cats that they'll kill mice and birds and anything they can get their hands on. So they could go back to their instincts and survive very easily. I think you're right. I believe it. I, I think they could hear 
Because, but you got to remember that these big cats, they don't feed on mice. They feed on us. They, they feed on people and cattle and livestock and animals that are their size or bigger because they're, they're, they're type A predators. But I'm just saying, they're nat- you're saying that their natural instincts are just going to be completely gone. No, I don't think you can put them in Africa in their environment that they originally came from and they could flourish. Because if they get surrounded by a pack of hyenas, they're down. They're going to lose that. But a real tiger that's raised in that environment can take those hyenas down. It's a different set of skills. They still have their innate skill set. Absolutely. Right? They need some on-the-job training. They need a government <laughs> program <laughs> to handle the packs of hyenas. That's it. That would happen in their natural habitat. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's what we need. Another Federal, it couldn't even be federal. This would have big, to be the big cat federal program. The, this this would have to be run from the UN because because yes. it's an international, international effort. So so exactly right. We need to fund the UN to train these domesticated big cats and 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 return them back to their natural habitat. Boy, you're a genius. Well, because some some idiot pinged me. And I, 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 <laughs> He's such the multitasker. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna just going to say, if you've not seen the uh, the Netflix original on the Tiger King, watch it. And uh, if now you know how to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook Live. We're going to be doing this more than this time. Hopefully, if we yeah. feels like we got some interest out there, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, we we've went long enough to where we have to end the show now. Yep. <laughs> I have a list of six topics. We covered three of them. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And now that, that Lloyd's glad wrap or, or, or hefty bag environment has now got him looking creepier than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, in, in Root's world and in my world, the sun's still out. But not <laughs> right. in Lloyd's not world. Not in Lloyd's world. <laughs> we'll see you next time, people. Take care, kids. <laughs>